This is Melbourne calling. Welcome to Granny Bingo Wireless. Don't worry, we can cover it with a doily. Toodle pip. Go over there, don't be scared now, yeah. Lift up your head, hold out your hand, pull up your pants now. Why did you pull down your pants? We only just met, but that's why I like you. People connecting, grandma's laughing, nostalgia and ethnic dancing. And uh, that was Green Day with American Idiot. Hello and welcome back to 87.23 XL Melbourne with Davo and Mick. Today, of course, we are bringing you our rolling coverage of the biggest local political event of the decade. It's the 2020 Country Ladies Association Melbourne Inner City Subbranch Presidential Election. Yeah, that's right, Mickey. Well, what an election this has been. The incumbent president, Maureen McGillicuddy, she's held that position of president for a record nine terms. We know Maureen leans mm. to the right, and uh, and she's done so ever since her hip replacement, but we also know that she ran unchallenged for many years. But as our listeners will know, the recent allegations of misconduct, well, they've meant that some of her constituents have become a little bit disheartened, I suppose, to put it in, put it in other words, uh, with her as a I leader. I agree and, with you there. Yeah, and, and, and I think they're looking for a change. Well, that's what the pollsters are saying anyway. Well, let's have a look at her opponent. Uh, at only 70 years of age, Beryl Beltbuckle promises to bring a younger, fresh approach to the role should she be elected. Uh, she is running on a platform of complimentary ice vovos at the Country Ladies Association meetings, a monthly bus trip to the bakery down at Apollo Bay, uh, which is to be taken with the uh, local Rotary Club, and a ban on fracking at the local bowls club. Yeah, that was a popular one. You go to the other side of the spectrum, don't you, Mick? You know, on the other hand, Maureen McGillicuddy, she's running on a very traditional platform. Her policies have included no grandkids at the annual Christmas bake sale, uh, turning the local library into a golf course, and a state tax on the curry in curried egg sandwiches. They're, they're poles apart. Now, of course, these elections are complicated, so let us break it down for you. Uh, each suburb of the Melbourne inner city subbranch is worth one electoral point. And with up to 10 CLA members living in each suburb, the vote counting may well run late into the night. Uh, and that's because, of course, the official vote counter, Glenda Waverley, has arthritis and it takes her a while to uh, sort through the bits of paper. Yeah, yeah. Look, for more information on the numbers, let's cross over to our election analyst, Jerry Manda. Hello, Jerry. Oh, hello, hello, Davo. Hello, Mick. Hello, Jerry. Hello. Hello, yeah. hello. Who's that? Who's that? This is Mick. Yeah, and Davo. Oh, hello, hello, Mick. Hello, Davo. Hello, Jerry. Hello. Hello. Uh, look. Yes. Hello. Uh, hello. He- Jerry, hi. Uh, look. Hello. Yep. Oh, hello, hello, Mick. Yep. No worries. Now, look. Let's okay. t- take us through what we know so far. Results have come in for some suburbs but others are going to take a little bit longer. Is that correct? That's that's, that's right, Davo and or Mick. Uh, we're, we're seeing a strong result from Team McGillicuddy in some of the southern suburbs, uh, such as South Yarra, Paran uh, and St Kilda, which is, which is to be expected because President McGillicuddy has run a strong campaign in those areas. You know, we, we, we know she bought a plate of lamingtons to the South Yarra Crochet Club a month ago and uh, that she helped Eileen Dover from St Kilda with her groceries uh, in March, and uh, she had a watermelon too, so so it was heavy. It was heavy, yeah, it was right. heavy stuff. But um, yeah, but it's a different story in the north. Um, 
not a fan of the, of, of the North. Maureen is on record as saying that all people who live in Brunswick are garbage and smell like Mortine. Mm. Uh, but, but she's and she said that on stage, off stage, and 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 at all all stages of the the election campaign, Dave Owen and, and Mick. Yeah, right now, Jerry. Have we got any results in from those suburbs yet, or is it too early to call? Uh, look, no, look, look, look. It is, it is too early to call the election. Ah, uh, 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 Mick, Dave. Uh, no, so don't, but don't ask me to because I, because I, I can't, and I will, I will, I will cry. But I can call some. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, I can call some suburbs. Um, yeah, of course, with twenty-two suburbs in the country, ladies, Melbourne in its city subbranch district. I think I got that right. One of the candidates will need to get twelve suburbs or more in order to. Take the presidency. Uh, 22 seats, 12 minutes win. Okay? Does that make sense? Yep. Can you understand yeah, that with the numbers? Do you want me to count through it again? No, no, no. 22 right. and 12. Uh, uh, yep, yep, yep. Yep, that's right, Mick. M- Mavo, Dick. And um, at the moment, we can confirm that Brunswick, Brunswick East, Brunswick North and Brunswick West have been called for Beryl Bell Buckle. Uh, Brunswick West is an interesting one there. Uh, that suburb is flipped. It's been a, you know, it's been a pretty safe McGillicuddy suburb since she held the Easter fate at the Brunswick West Footy Club in 99. Um, uh, but McGillicuddy is trailing behind with only three suburbs called for it so far. Uh, South Yarra, Paran and St Kilda are the ones I mentioned before. But now, now what? Now, 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 no, hold on. No, hold, hold on there, Mavo and Dick. Now, one close suburb to watch is Richmond. Um, because, no, because Maureen has three votes there and Beryl has four. Now, with a total of nine CLA members living in Richmond, that leaves only two votes to be counted. And if that suburb does go to Beryl, it's bad news for the McGillicuddy campaign. And it could take up to six weeks to count those two votes. Wow. Okay. Thank you, Jerry. Look, uh, we'll... Ch- thank you, Davo. No, no thank worries, you. Jerry. Thank you, Mick. Thank you, Jerry. No, thank, thanks, Mick. Thank you, thank Mick. You. Thanks, Davo. No, thank you, thanks, Jerry. Thank you, thank you very much. Thanks, guys. No, thank we'll you guys. check no, back no, in thanks, with Mick. you thanks, Davo. a little bit thanks, later Jerry. on. Thank you, Jerry. Please do, Mick and Davo. But, yep, please, thank, thank you. Thank you. You are listening to 87.2 3XL AM's coverage of the 2020 Country Ladies. Thank you, Dave Elmick. No, pro- no problems, Jerry. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. We might just turn him off. Thanks. Uh, of the 2020 Country Ladies Association Melbourne inner city sub-branch presidential election, we're bringing you all the election news as it comes to hand. And as you can see, it is anybody's race at the moment. More on that after a quick advertisement. 3XL This weekend, sit back and relax with 3XL's weekend programming. We'll take care of the smiles, so don't touch your dials. 3XL Melbourne, radio for the over 50s. Have a sleep in on Saturday morning and join us from 6am for Ross Thompson and Bill McGee as they discuss this week's biggest topics such as how the left wing are wrong and the right wing are persecuted. At 9, it's the 3XL Gear Grind, Australia's only talkback show dedicated to what grinds your gears. Let Dr. Martika Alice help you write letters of complaint, and this week Martika explores how you can use social media to let your complaint be known. Martika's special guest is Joan Forthright, who will help you write your first Facebook post complaining about the service at Woolworths on the correct Facebook page, and not just to yourself. Then throw away the cares of the day, because from 4pm it's party time. Join Richard Bailey for three hours of the best hits of the 50s and 60s with Richard's Rock and Roll Retro Show. 
This week, Richard will be interviewing one of Australia's most popular male singers of the 1950s, the legendary Walter White, from the top-selling band Walter White and the White Men. Walter will reminisce about the heyday as well as discuss the upcoming tour with Who's Left of the White Guys, a Jackson 5 tribute tour, coming to an RSL near you. Sundays on 3XL is Ladies' Day, with a live Roman Catholic Church service at 7am and then 21 straight hours of baking tips. Stay on Victoria's own 3XL. News, memories and good times from about 45 years ago. 3XL Victoria, radio for the over 50s. Hello and welcome back. Exciting news. Uh, We are standing by to cross live to a bottle shop in Windsor where President McGillicuddy's personal lawyer and current CLA treasurer, Edith Vale, will be addressing the media alongside the McGillicuddy campaign manager, Caroline Springs. Yeah, look, Mick, it's a a bit of an interesting um, one, this one. It's it's a funny situation, you know, ironic as, as it seems. It appears that the McGillicuddy team... They'd intended to book the illustrious and and oh so grand Windsor Hotel on Spring Street in Melbourne. Beautiful spot there, beautiful spot. But yes, there was a bit of a mix-up and uh, it seems they've unintentionally booked a bottle shop in the Melbourne suburb of Windsor. Another embarrassing mix-up for the McGillicuddy campaign. They are blaming it on Caroline Springs, but who knows whose fault it is at this stage in the game. That's right, yeah, no, absolutely. Now, in other breaking news, we are calling two more suburbs for Beryl Beltbuckle. They are Southbank and the hotly contested seat of Richmond. Ooh, and we knew that was going to be a tough one. It's a hot one, and it is, you know, it's it's not 100% counted yet. There's still some counting to go, but we're, we're pretty confident that it's going to go that way. There's a couple of news sources that have confirmed it. Uh, that brings Team Belt Buckle up to six suburbs, and uh, President McGillicuddy, the incumbent president, is still sitting on just three. Interesting stuff, interesting stuff. Now, look, while we're waiting for Edith Vale and Caroline Springs uh, to address the media on behalf of the McGillicuddy campaign, we have been able to wrangle presidential candidate Beryl Beltbuckle on the phone. Very exciting stuff. Uh, Beryl, I can't imagine how many of these interviews you've done today. Thank you for your time. Are you there? Hello? Yes? Beryl, you have promised to run a clean campaign and to change the face of country ladies' politics for the better. But Maureen has said that you were a war criminal prostitute and a bad one at that who can't be trusted. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I just wanted to say... uh, I'm very sorry, Mrs Bellbuckle. We're going to have to just cut you off very, very quickly there because we're going to go live now to Edith Vale and Caroline Springs' address... Uh, They're doing a press conference, of course, at the bottle shop in Windsor. Uh, Yeah, uh, hello and uh, uh, welcome. Is everyone right to go? Yep, yep. Uh, My name is uh, Edith Vale. I am the current treasurer of the inner city sub-branch and personal lawyer to Maureen McGillicuddy. Uh, Standing to my side is Caroline Springs. Caroline is the stinkiest, most evil woman in the world, second only to Beryl Beltbuckle. I am here to announce that I will be contesting the results 
in Richmond and South Bank, and we will be demanding a recount. Caroline here represents 50 poll watchers made up of members of the Country Ladies Association, people who were supposed to be allowed to watch the votes being counted in the aforementioned suburbs. Now, Caroline and these 50 women will testify that they were not able to carry out that duty. They were required by the local bylaws to stand one foot away from the votes that were being counted. And this was considered a fair distance. However, due to the fact that many of these women suffer failing eyesight, cataracts, Dorothy painting over there, she has a wonky eye, and the fact that most of them fell asleep after 15 minutes of counting, this was not the case. I am filing a lawsuit on behalf of the McGillicuddy campaign to have these votes recounted. We will crush Beryl Belt Buckle. We will destroy Beryl Belt Buckle. Beryl Belt Buckle will be flattened like a victorious sponge cake when the oven door is opened too early. Well, there you have it. Interesting threats coming from the McGillicuddy campaign. This late in the campaign as well. Now, uh, we, we still have the presidential challenger, Beryl Beltbuckle, on the line. Beryl, are you there? Hello, yeah. yes, Beryl, yes. sorry, we, we apologise, of course, for keeping you on hold there. Look, we'll get to you in just a moment. We do have to go to something else. Are you able to hold? Well, if there's something on the stove and I can smell burning... Thank you, Beryl. Now, 2020 has been a year like no other. Coronavirus has challenged the way we live, work and play. And the Country Ladies Association has not been untouched by the pandemic. That's right, yeah. And as the state government placed a ban on gatherings earlier in the year here in Victoria, Maureen McGillicuddy was forced to move all CLA activities online. The book club, the macrame classes, the quilting afternoons and scrapbook Sundays were all moved to a virtual Zoom event, which meant that no one could attend as all the members aren't, and I'm quoting President McGillicuddy here, terribly good with the damn computer, it doesn't like me. She said that back in April, which really hurt Maureen in the polls. Yeah, and on top of that, in an attempt to slow the spread of the virus, uh, both election officials and the belt buckle campaign encouraged CLA members not to vote in person, but rather to vote remotely by fax. Now, Maureen held a rally in the common room at Areola Gardens Nursing Home way back in August, and she made some... Pretty outrageous claims. The fact checker went off that day. Um, she, she made some pretty outrageous claims that COVID-19 was a hoax and, and part of a plan to suppress her votes. Well, she later claimed that somebody had spiked her creme de menthe and she retracted some of the comments she'd made. Let's have a, a bit of a listen to what she said. Oh, it's all bloody garbage. <laughs> I can tell you that this plandemic was created by Daniel Andrews, Beryl Beltbuckle and Big Board Games. Let me, uh, listen to me when I tell you it is all to help sell puzzles. I know Daniel Andrews likes puzzles. <coughs> and it's all been fanned by the, the local fake news media. I mean, I am the best president the CLA's ever had period. Fax votes are bad. They're evil. You can't trust them. How does fax even work? You know, and they want you to fax your vote so they can intercept it with the internet 
and change your vote. That's what they'll, they'll print off your facts. They will, you know, uh, change it, say, oh, no, not, not Maureen. And then what happens? And then what happens? They put them back into the facts printer and a pile of votes for Beryl come out of the printer at 4 a.m. They're illegal. Illegals are stealing it. They're stealing your vote and your disabled car spot. And the virus, it is, it's going away. I mean, it hasn't gone yet, but maybe I've heard things, good things. You know, the tea tree oil. You know, I've heard, I've, I'll try it. You know, they're saying that tea tree oil, if you inject tea tree oil, I'm not saying it is the answer. It might be the answer. I don't know. It might be the answer. It might not be the answer. Maybe it's the answer. I'm the candidate. I'm the only candidate. I was picked by God for this role. Beryl Beltbuckle is running an illegal, and you take my word for this, and I'm coming for dessert in a minute. Hold on. Uh, Beryl Bellbuckle is running an illegal pedophile ring with tunnels under the city where they traffic kids to celebrities. And that's not the first time President McGillicuddy has raised eyebrows. Uh, Maureen's presidential career may have been a long one, but it has also been one marred in controversy. Allegations of greed, corruption and nepotism have plagued the McGillicuddy office as far back as the early 1980s. Here's our political correspondent, Ivana Jerkhoff, with a special report on that. Well, I don't know. Yes, well, I, yes. Since yes, her debut on the political scene of the CLA, Maureen McGillicuddy has been a divisive, and many say annoying and smelly figure. Hello. All that. Uh, that it's a genetic thing. That's what I've been living. In 1982, she was accused of eating most of the sausage rolls at a board meeting. She was given an official sanction and had to dry the dishes by herself. In 1989, she would be accused of knitting pattern theft by Dulcie Spooge, a fellow board member, who would later be found dead in suspicious circumstances. Rumours of brake tampering on her wheelchair were never followed up. I think maybe even too long of a life. Perhaps McGillicuddy's most controversial decision was appointing herself as sole editor-in-chief of the CLA cookbook, resulting in a number of costly lawsuits after a recipe for fairy cakes accidentally listed asbestos as an ingredient. Despite all of these accusations, McGillicuddy endures. She seems to somehow magically shrug off accusations of impropriety, of maliciously piercing a colostomy bag with a knitting needle, spreading lies about a member's scone recipe, or repeatedly dropping her dentures in the dip. And I was chatting to one of them, he goes, Oh my God, I love Tina Arena, darling. Oh. There's an old saying amongst CLA members, never stand at the top of the stairs with Maureen. She'll either push you down or you'll have to talk to her, which is worse, because she's annoying and her breath stinks like shit. Whatever your thoughts on Maureen McGillicuddy, there's no denying she's a survivor. How much longer she survives, though, depends on how soon she dies. Ivana Jerkoff for 3XL News. Uh, thank you for that, Ivana. Well, and, thank you, uh, thank you, Davo. Thank you, Mick. No, oh, thank you, Jerry. Thank you. Uh, Jerry. Jerry. Thank Jerry. you, Davo. Thank, thank you, you Mick. No, okay. you didn't do that one, Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Jez. We'll catch up with you later, mate. And we have some breaking news.
incumbent president Maureen McGillicuddy has just tweeted. And uh, we're, this is coming to you live. I'm, our producer's giving us this information. Yes, it says, um, chemist, chemist store near me. When does the chemist open? Siri, you bastard. Tell me where the chemist is. Yeah. It looks to me, though, like she's mistaken. Twitter, for the Google search engine, uh, yeah, we, 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 we've still got presidential hopeful Beryl Balpuckle on the line. Beryl, are you there? Yes, there's a lot of smoke in, in, in my house, I think. I think my fish fingers might be burning. All right, well, um, Beryl, we'll come back to you very, very shortly after a small ad break. We'll be right back. You're on 3XL Melbourne. Thank you for listening to 3XL's live coverage of the Country Ladies Association, Melbourne Inner City Sub-Branch 2020 Presidential Election. Brought to you by a station sponsor, Future Insure. Did you know that just by listening to 3XL, you can receive up to 30% off any new policy with Future Insure if you call in the next 30 minutes? Future Insure are Australia's premier old age pensioner and baby boomer insurance agency, specialising in making sure that senior Australians are looked after in their final days. Future Insure takes all of your property capital and cash assets. Customers can be assured of peace of mind and less stress about needing to sell up at the last minute, and Future Insure take care of everything from valuing and selling your property for a surplus, as well as immediately becoming your power of attorney. They'll remove all your rights to make decisions, leaving you with nothing to do but putting your feet up. Over 100% of elderly and dead Australians say that their families argued, physically fought, stole or burned one another when it came to being left money in a will. Your final days shouldn't be spent dousing the flames of a loved one's clothing, should it? Future Insure's patented No Love No Loss technology will create a foolproof ring of steel around your assets once you sign up, meaning that your daughter won't plot the murder of your grandchildren just to get a few measly thousand dollars once you're gone. Ignore those emails you receive from Kenyan princes who need your life savings to ensure your rightful title of the Queen of Nairobi is returned. They're just a scam. Future Insure is real, and you can trust Future Insure. They're here to help you not have the burden of multiple properties and thousands of dollars of savings costing you those pesky bank fees anymore. So when it comes to your future, who will you trust? Your family and friends or Future Insure? I know what Bert Newton and the Queen would choose, and everyone loves them. So call Future Insure today, 1-800-666-666. That's 1-800-666-666. In Melbourne, it's 21 degrees, heading for a top of 26. For Future Insure and 3XL, I'm Tony Post-it Note. 3XL. And welcome back to 3XL's live coverage of the 2020 Country Ladies Association Melbourne Inner City Sub-Branch Presidential Election we're heading into the 42nd hour of coverage now, and uh, we'll have the latest news, weather, sport, and council day trip gossip at the top of the hour. And we'll be taking calls on your thoughts on the election after the news. Now's a great time to call your grandchildren uh, to uh, ask them to look up the number on the WW. Remember, if you act silly and old, they can't be mad at you for calling all the time. Uh, our coverage, of course, is brought to you by Future Insure. 
There's lots of scary things in the future and bad people out there. So give us your savings today. That's right, Davo. And as it stands, Beryl Beltbuckle has six safe seats declared as one. Uh, now, as we said earlier, it takes 12 to win this election. Plenty more votes to count yet. And incumbent President Maureen is sitting on only three seats. Well, and she takes up three seats. <coughs> Sorry, bit of interference there. Uh, We have still got presidential candidate Beryl Beltbuckle on the line. Beryl, you've swung the seat of Brunswick East. Why do you think voters moved away from the McGillicuddy One Nation vote? (laughs) Well, I I think it's it's because... <laughs> that was me. Sorry, mate. Open the door. Open the door. That's. <laughs> I'm sorry, Beryl. We must apologise. As highly unprofessional of us, but that was a surprise. <laughs> Oh, yes, it certainly was. Actually, that is just one of the many gaffes uh, that we've seen throughout this entire election campaign. Let's have a listen to some of the lighter moments of what has been an otherwise nasty, vindictive, mean, violent and blood-filled two and a half weeks. The flames are licking at the bottom of the door now. So, please, welcome to the stage, our Prime Minister... Prime Minister, I'm sorry. I mean, Our Lady President, Mrs Maureen McGillicuddy. Of course, I want, just as much as anybody else, to have no tolls on Superman Avenue. Batman Avenue, I'm sorry. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with Maureen kicking Caroline. Caroline is the worst woman in the entire world. It's fine. In fact, everyone come and have a kick. Come on, kids. Kids at the front, come and have a kick of Caroline. Kick her as hard as you can. It's fine. You can get away with it. I stand for honesty, decency and clarity. I'm not here to lie to people. Uh, but McDonald's sells KFC, and uh, and there's no lie. There's no lie in there. You trust me, and KFC is soft on all of our gums. No, 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 no. When she was saying sorry, she wasn't saying sorry. She was saying sorry for when the prime minister said sorry. It's, I'm sorry. I can't make it any clearer than that. I mean, you can say it as much as you want to, Tracy. I didn't come onto a current affair to be accused of being behind the Takata airbag disaster. That's not, uh, that's not something that's in my scope. It's not something I would do. I visited the Takata airbag factory once. Now listen, Rachel, that's a very serious accusation. Technically, Maureen was not part of the Nazi party. No document has ever been produced that proves that she was part of the Nazi party, and I personally take that as a personal offence. So, we finished the uh, finished interview? Oh, yeah. Well, l- listen, well, why don't you go into the uh, press conference tomorrow with Daniel Andrews? Why don't you just keep pressing him, asking the same question over and over? Something like, uh, how can Victorians trust you when... And then ask him again and again and again. 
and let the, the, the mask pop off your face a little bit, Rachel. Yeah, good. All right, well, if we're finished, I'll, I'll head off. Thanks. Say hi to Ruben for me. <laughs> uh, uh, I think they fell for it more. Rain, well done, lovers. If you can give them... Edie, 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 shush. Edie. I just excused it, of course, as uh, as a truck going past and changing gears. Uh, I, you know, it would be detrimental to my campaign if they had have known that I'd farted midway through a speech. That's that's not very presidential, uh, and it's not very ladylike. You go to the bathroom to do farts. Well, it has been an election for the ages, Mick, that's for sure. Of course, the speech from President McGillicuddy's daughter uh, to the LGBTIQ community, that was a standout for all the analysts and, and social media alike. We saw the highest social media engagement day of this campaign uh, on that very day. That's right. Maureen's daughter, Pandora-Tiffany, was out on the road railing against the LGBTIQ community's support for her mother, stating that the president, uh, Maureen, has always been there for the gay community and has always been a huge support. Uh, Twitter, as it does, I'm not, a, I'm not on it, I don't, I don't know about you, mate, <laughs> but uh, they have backlashed. And here are just some of the responses from the broader Country Ladies Association community on the Twitter sphere. Now, this first First one is from at Grey and Lesbian, uh, and it says President Magilla Fuddy has only ever said hateful things about this community. Yeah, wow. Well, they they did not hold back uh, at all, Miko. And uh, another one from at Fish in a Queer Broth. Uh, I've been to Granny Bingo, and Magilla Cuddy literally walked up to a random audience member and called him a fudge packer, pillow biter, and chutney ferret. I mean, there are just so many, Davo. Another one here from uh, Oldie and Mouldy. Uh, I was at a CLA meeting one Sunday and Maureen made us walk to St Kilda for the Pride March and shout awful things at the men that were marching. She made us yell, Daffodil, Flamer, Mattress Mantra, Scat Queen, Sausage Jockey and so on. Um, it's all Greek to me, Davo. And of course, well, Davo was only last week the one that got the most attention of this election. Uh, an angry response from Twitter user at Rainbow Joe, uh, who said, I am not at voting age yet. I'm only 42. But once I was at the supermarket and saw President McGillicuddy, I said hello and asked for a photo. And she pushed her trolley into me and ran down the aisle away from me, screaming, there's an uphill gardener trying to take my green bags. Help, help. A sperm gurgler took my trolley. Mmm, sperm gurgler. Interesting. Well, it is going to be uh, fascinating to watch this uh, play out and see if these claims uh, affect any more seats and uh, if we do see a swing of more seats in this. Uh, I mean, the, the 2020 CLA presidential election could not get more exciting. Nine seats declared with 13 still in the contest. 12 seats will win the election... Belt buckle currently on six and McGillicuddy on three. President Maureen is going to need nine more seats to win this. We'll be right back with more. Are you having trouble with your hole? Does your rectum just pop outside of your body when you take a large step? Well, call Rectoplasm, the new company that will push it back in with a broomstick. 
Uh, sorry to interrupt that uh, ad break. We have breaking news now coming in by the newswire. It's looking like the scone belt seats of East Melbourne, Fitzroy, Collingwood, Kew and Deep Dean have all been considered by Beryl Beltbuckle. This is surprising news. This is shocking, Davo. Uh, she was in the lead in all of those seats by a long way. No idea why she's conceding. Uh, you know, if only we could talk to her. Yeah, I'm still here if you want. I, I, I didn't concede. I, I haven't. Look, I think we probably need to ask an expert, Mick. Look, uh, we, we might pass to our man on the ground in Richmond who's been following Beryl Bellbuckle all day. Uh, Ivana Zhirkoff. Ivana, what, what's going on down there? Well, it is very mysterious. Beryl was getting ready to speak just a few moments ago. She's currently on the phone, looking quite anxious, but certainly in control. I've just turned around to see the crowd arriving. Two CLA members have just got off the tram. I might go back to try to interrupt Mrs. Beltbuckle to ask her. Oh my, oh my God. Ivana, what's what's going on down there? There's a bit of noise. Uh, uh, Exciting scenes down here. Uh, Mrs. Beltbuckle seems to have been abducted. Uh, she was snatched away by two masked figures in a small white Toyota hatchback, speeding off at least 35 kilometers per hour, if not a wow. little over. There are no number plates, but this this is very odd and very, very odd. exciting yeah. and arousing. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong there. Look, uh, we'll follow this story. Let's get on to uh, Victoria Police. See if we can find out a little bit more. This, this we will keep you up to date. Of course, stay on Three XL. We are still looking at these numbers. Of course, if Beryl loses or concedes five more seats, she's lost the election to President McGillicuddy, and uh, McGillicuddy will take her tenth turn. That is a record forty years as president. Uh, actually, now that I think about it, we we still have Beryl on the phone. Check line six. Beryl, uh, Beryl, are you there? Yes. Help! I've been abducted. And, and uh, they're speeding, they're going very fast. And, and I don't know Sorry to interrupt you, Beryl, but we, we've got some breaking news. 3XL breaking news. Okay, well, look, it's certainly coming in thick and fast now, which if, if President McGillicuddy was here, I'm, I'm sure she'd make one of her typical homophobic slurs at that statement, but it is coming, and we have an update for you. That's right, Davo. The Australian and the Herald Sun are both calling it a win for President McGillicuddy in the seats of Cremorne, Abbotsford, and Noble Park, uh, even though Maureen referred to it as Chernobyl Park just last week, and the Central Business District of Melbourne. So it's certainly an historic comeback for President McGillicuddy. Maureen just needs one more seat to win this. We'll keep you updated. 3XL Well, welcome back to 3XL's coverage of this year's 2020 CLA Melbourne inner city sub-branch presidential election. Let's go straight to our election analyst. We are down at the pointy end of this election. Jerry Mander. Jerry. Hello. Uh, we've Hello. just seen. Hello, Davo. G'day, Jerry. Hello. Hi, Jerry. Hello, Hello Jerry. Yes. Hi, Jerry. Hello, Jerry. Jerry, we've just seen four seats be announced for President McGillicuddy in the space of one minute. Is, the, is this unusual for a CLA election 
anywhere in Australia. Uh, no, 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 no. It's not when you compare it to the rest of Australia's uh, CLA elections. Uh, but here in Melbourne, in a city, it is it is all right. Okay, I'll admit it's highly unusual. Primar- yeah. pr- primarily because uh, it's only in the last year that uh, Maureen has reinstated elections after 25 years of not holding them. She's like, she didn't. Um, of course, in that time, she's you know autocratically assumed the position every uh, every four years. Uh, so it, it is interesting to see uh, how how the you know the 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 the, 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 the chips have fallen. Sorry to um, cut you yeah. off there, Jerry. Actually, Dave, do you mind if I do something? Uh, hello, Jerry. Oh yes, yeah, hello, hello. Hey, Jerry. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yes. Ha- hello, hello, Jerry. Hello. Who's that? Who's there? Jerry, are you there? Hey, yes. Yes. Who's that? Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for that update, Jerry. Now, uh, I am told we do still have presidential Thank candidate... You. I'm told we still have presidential candidate Beryl Beltbuckle on the phone. Uh, I hope she's still here. Uh, the last we heard, she was being uh, hijacked. She, she'd been shoved into a car. They were racing off down the road without number plates on it. She said she's been uh, abducted. Uh, we pray for her safety. Beryl, are you there? Yes, yes, I am. Uh, I'm being held at gunpoint by three women in masks. Um, One smells strongly of tea tree oil, um, another of desiccated coconut, and the third one smells uh, vaguely of dog droppings and war. I said shut your bloody trap or I'll blow your bloody head off. Maureen, they'll recognise your voice, love. Keep driving, Caroline, you stupid bloody idiot. She says I must concede. Am I hearing this correctly, Mrs Bellbuckle? You are conceding the election to Maureen McGillicuddy. Is that what we're hearing here on 3XL? Yes, I, I, I think I really must. It's, it's, it's not my life I worry about, but my grandchildren are so young and I've seen what they can do. Well, 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 what an election this has been. A full swing around for the McGillicuddy campaign there. Who would have seen that coming? Who would have seen that coming? Not me, Mick, that is for sure. Now, I am getting away from our producer, I think. Yes, Max, little Maxie, uh, Christophan over there. Yes, yes, I believe we have uh, the re-elected President Maureen McGillicuddy on the line. Hello, Madam President. <laughs> hi, D- hi, Dave. Hi, Mick. How you doing? G'day, g'day. Hey. And g'day to you, Maureen. Uh, congratulations on the win. It was looking a little hairy this morning. Uh, were you worried at all? Ah, uh, you know, we've said the same thing all the time. You know, we take one day, one day at a time, and uh, hold her bloody legs down. I'm trying, Caroline. Get the duct and, tape, uh, Caroline. Hold, duct tape her mouth closed. You know, for us, it's just a good opportunity for us to uh, to show the 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 voters <laughs> what we mean. We love our voters, you know. That they're out here every week. Uh, but uh, it, was, it was a hairy morning, and no more hairy than usual. Sorry, no more worried than usual. I think for me, you know, I knew we had it in the bag. <laughs> that Beryl Beltbucker woman is a commie, socialist, pinko bastard. Asshole, and uh, I, I knew I had faith in the girls. I know that the CLA members are smart people. They're intelligent, and 
I knew they'd come around. Caroline, you're supposed to roll the carpet up with her inside it. Sorry, sounds like we have a bit of background noise there. But we will soldier on. Uh, how will you be celebrating the big win tonight, Maureen? Throw her over the edge, Caroline. <laughs> She'll be sleeping with the fishes tonight. Uh, sorry, what, what, what was that? Oh, uh, um, is she going down? Ah, sorry, I, Mick, I've got a problem with the microphone, you know. Uh, I said I'll be having a, a fish dinner and a good sleep tonight. <laughs> you know, it's been 40 years. I just want to thank you for your coverage. Well, <laughs> congratulations to you, Maureen McGillicuddy, President of the Melbourne Inner City Subbranch of the Country Ladies Association. Uh, quite a feather in your bow. Thank you, Davo. Thanks, Jerry. Uh, All right, Jerry. Thank you. Jerry. Thank you. Jerry. Thank you, Mick. Thank you, Jerry. Davo. Thanks, Mick. Are you still on the line? Jerry, thank you. Thank you. Jerry. Thanks, guys. Yes. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, who's that? Yep. Hello. Hello, who's that? Thank you. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you. Jerry Mander. And, of course, thank you to Ivana Jerkoff. She's been down there working her absolute asshole off as our man on the ground. That's the 2020 CLA Melbourne Inner City Subbranch elections done for another year. We can safely announce... Uh, after concessions from Beryl Bellbuckle, the main opposition there in the presidential race this year, that for a 10th term, Maureen McGillicuddy, President Maureen McGillicuddy, retains her position as president of the Melbourne inner city sub-branch CLA membership group. And what an election it has been, Davo. Have you ever seen anything like it? I have. I The, the last election, uh, you know, about 25 years ago was very, very similar to this. Let's hope, you know, that the dictatorship or the autocracy that Maureen took way back when, uh, let's hope that doesn't come back, of course, because, uh, it, uh, you know, for, for a radio station, this is a brilliant opportunity to make some advertising dollars. So we, we, we hope to God in four years' time we'll be back here covering another election. And, of course, I pledge, I want to say, while we've, we're still on, we've got a few minutes until the news, uh, I just want to pledge my allegiance to President McGillicuddy, I, I, a beautiful woman and the greatest leader we've ever had, if you, if you are asking me, and I'm sure you agree too. I do agree, I do agree, and uh, of course her treasurer, Edith Vale as well. Well, thank you for joining us, listeners. That is time for us. Uh, please tune in next week uh, where I'll be prank-calling a fish and chip shop in a racist accent. I'll be doing a secret sound. And I'll be giving my unsolicited opinions on complex Indigenous rights issues. But until then, listeners, you're allowed to criticise our politicians. That's why we vote them in. Hooray. <laughs> Listeners, and uh, thank you for listening to another episode of the Granny Bingo Wireless Podcast. Yeah, look, we really, really appreciate it. I must admit, Edith, this week seemed a little bit more easy on for me in terms of the recording of it, but 
It's been a busy mm. week, I suppose, with the, with the presidential elections. <laughs> oh, I just recorded the radio. I thought, whatever happens on the radio, that'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, of course, listeners, as Maureen has been re-elected as president of the Melbourne Inner City sub-branch of the Country Ladies Association, that means that our Granny Bingo Christmas special, that's our Granny Bingo online Christmas special, will be happening on Monday, December the 7th. That's right, and we'll be doing it both online and in person. Yes, of course, if you want to buy the in-person tickets, you have to sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com slash grannybingo. As well as access to our in-person tickets, you'll also get some other wonderful prizes. If you just want to buy a streaming ticket, you can go to comedyrepublic.com.au and uh, you can grab a streaming ticket there. We can't wait to see you all uh, for a very merry Christmas uh, Granny Bingo special. And just to remind you all, I missed out on a PlayStation 5, so I'd really like to get one, if I can. Okay, bye! Is Beryl alive? I think we need to check on her, love.